0: Handle Hazardous Materials Safely, Section 1. Explain the Hazardous Products Legislation. The most important concept to remember about handling hazardous material is that you are responsible for your own safety and the safety of others. Purpose of WIMIS. The Workplace Hazardous Materials Information System, or WIMIS, is Canada's National Hazard Communication Standard. The overall purpose of WIMIS is to help ensure a safer, healthier workplace. WIMIS is also known as the right-to-know requirement. Your knowledge about the workplace is your biggest asset in successfully understanding and benefiting from WIMIS. Legislation WIMIS is implemented through a combination of federal and provincial legislation. The main purpose of the federal WIMIS legislation is to require the suppliers of hazardous materials used in the workplace to provide health and safety information about their products as a condition of sale. The main purpose of the provincial WHMIS legislation is to require employers to obtain health and safety information about hazardous materials in the workplace and to pass this information on to workers. There are a number of pieces of federal legislation that implement WHMIS. The Hazardous Products Act places duties on suppliers to provide up-to-date labels and safety data sheets, SDSs, to their customers. The Hazardous Products Regulation, established January 30, 2015, under the Amended Hazardous Products Act, defines what a hazardous product is and sets the classifications, labeling, and required information to be found on SDSs. This regulation has replaced the previous Controlled Products Regulation, CPR, and the Ingredient Disclosure List. The Hazardous Materials Information Review Act Establishes the Hazardous Materials Information Review Commission, which is the federal agency that rules on claims for exemption from disclosing confidential business information. This act also defines the type of information a supplier or employer may withhold from a label or SDS. The Hazardous Materials Information Review Regulations set out the criteria that the Commission uses when assessing the validity of a claim for exemption. They also set out the fees for filing a claim for exemption or appealing a decision of the Commission. Globally Harmonized System The Globally Harmonized System of Classification and Labeling of Chemicals, GHS, is an internationally agreed-upon system created by the United Nations. It was designed to replace the various classification and labeling standards used in different countries by using consistent criteria for classification and labeling on a global level. Its development began at the United Nations Rio Conference in 1992. Many countries have had different systems for classifying and labelling chemical products. Several different systems have existed even within the same country. This situation has been confusing for workers who need to understand the hazards of chemicals in order to work safely. It has also been costly for companies who have to comply with many different systems, and it has also been expensive for governments to regulate and enforce. The goal of GHS is that the same set of rules for classifying hazards and the same format and content for labels and SDSs will be adopted and used around the world. In December 2011, the Joint Action Plan for the Canada-US RRC was announced. It included a key commitment to align and synchronize implementation of common classification and labeling requirements for workplace hazardous chemicals within the mandate of the U.S. Occupational Safety and Health Administration, or U.S.-OSHA, and Health Canada. In Canada, on June 19, 2014, legislative amendments to the Hazardous Products Act, or HPA, as well as consequential and coordinating amendments to some other federal acts, including the Hazardous Materials Information Review Act, received royal assent. Health Canada then repealed and replaced the Controls Product Regulation, CPR, with the new regulations to be called the Hazardous Products Regulation, HPR, in order to implement the GHS. These changes would then result in changes to Federal, Provincial and Territorial Occupational Health and Safety, OHS, legislation and regulations. WHMIS first came into effect in 1988 through a series of complementary federal, provincial, and territorial laws and regulations. The application of GHS for workplace chemicals in Canada did not fundamentally change the roles and responsibilities for suppliers, employers, and workers in WHMIS, but rather incorporated GHS elements into the existing system, which applied the new standardized classification rules, label requirements, and safety data sheets, SDS formats synchronizing WIMIS with the mandate of the Joint Action Plan. For the sake of clarity, the original WIMIS is now referred to as Wimis 1988. The updated version is called WIMIS 2015. Hazardous Products WIMIS defines a hazardous product as a product that poses a physical or health hazard that meets or exceeds criteria for inclusion in one or more of the 31 WIMIS hazard classes. Some of those hazard classes are further divided into categories, also called types. The product suppliers classify these products and assign one or more of the appropriate pictograms or symbols that must appear on the applicable supplier labels. WIMIS provides information about many hazardous materials used in the workplace, referred to as hazardous products. Under WIMIS, workers have the right to receive information about each hazardous product they use, its identity, hazards, and safety precautions. This information is to be used to reduce exposure to hazardous materials. Products not covered by WIMIS. Some hazardous products are covered by other legislation and therefore are either exempt or excluded from WIMIS requirements. They will have labeling and hazard information meeting their legislative requirements. The products excluded from WIMIS are Explosives, as defined in the Explosives Act. Cosmetics, devices, drugs, or foods, as defined in the Food and Drugs Act. Pest control products, as defined in the Pest Control Products Act. Consumer products, as defined in the Canada Consumer Product Safety Act. Wood or products made of wood. Nuclear substances, within the meaning of the Nuclear Safety and Control Act, that are radioactive. Hazardous waste, being a hazardous product that is sold for recycling or recovery and is intended for disposal tobacco and tobacco products as defined in the Tobacco Act, and manufactured articles. Recognition and Rights and Responsibilities. WIMIS specifies the duties for suppliers, employers, and workers. Suppliers. Suppliers of hazardous products must ensure their products are properly classified and provide up-to-date SDSs for all hazardous products they sell or produce. If new significant data becomes available about a product, The supplier must provide an updated SDS within 90 days of becoming aware of the changes. Suppliers must also provide supplier labels on all containers of hazardous products they sell or produce. Workers Workers must know and understand the information on all labels and SDSs. They must use the information they receive through education and training to handle hazardous products safely. Employers Employers must ensure that there is an up-to-date SDS for each hazardous product supplied to the workplace. Copies of supplier and employer SDS must be accessible to employees. The sheets must be placed close to work areas and made available during each work shift. Workers must be taught what to look for in a data sheet. They must be given an opportunity to become familiar with the information the sheets carry. Employers are responsible for workplace labels when required. While some products covered by other legislation may be exempt from all of the WHMIS requirements, employers must still provide education and training on the health effects, safe use, and storage of these products. Regulators WorkSafe BC staff administer WHMIS legislation. This includes providing general information about WHMIS to employers and workers, as well as ensuring compliance with both federal and provincial WHMIS legislation. Hazardous product classifications There are two groups of hazardous products, those posing physical hazards and those posing health hazards. The products within these two hazard groups are further divided into hazard classes. A hazardous product may fall into more than one hazard class. Physical hazards The physical hazards group includes the following hazard classes. Combustible dusts Corrosive to metals Flammable aerosols Flammable gases, flammable liquids, flammable solids, gases under pressure, organic peroxides, oxidizing gases, oxidizing liquids, oxidizing solids, pyrophoric gases, pyrophoric liquids, pyrophoric solids, self heating substances and mixtures, self reactive substances and mixtures, simple asphyxiants, Substances and mixtures which, in contact with water, emit flammable gases. And physical hazards not otherwise classified. Health hazards. The health hazards group includes the following hazard classes. Acute toxicity. Aspiration hazard. Biohazardous infectious materials. Carcinogenicity. Germ cell mutagenicity. Reproductive toxicity. Respiratory or skin sensitization. Serious eye damage or eye irritation. Skin corrosion or irritation. Specific target organ toxicity, single exposure. Specific target organ toxicity, repeated exposure. Health hazards not otherwise classified. Hazard categories. Within each hazard class, there will be at one category or type. Categories use numbers, whereas types use letters. Some hazard classes may have only one category within them. The categories will give the severity of the hazard within the class. For example, a category 1 oxidizing liquid is more hazardous than a category 2 oxidizing liquid. In some cases, the categories may be broken into subcategories. For example, 1A and 1B. In this case, 1A would be greater hazard than 1B. There are some exceptions to the rule of categories identifying the level of hazard severity. For example, for the gases under pressure hazard class, the hazard categories are compressed gas, liquefied gas, refrigerated liquefied gas, and dissolved gas. These categories relate to the physical state of the gas when packaged and do not describe the degree of hazard.